Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. So long, Dad. I'm going bowling now. Gosh, what energy. He just finished painting the porch and he's still raring to go. He's feeling his Cheerios. Yes, Cheerios, that energizing breakfast cereal made from oats. Good, old-fashioned, nourishing oats, all ready to eat. And now, Cheerios presents... The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful bullet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure of Process X. Boys and girls, you'll be knocked galley west when you hear about Cheerios' amazing new offer. It's so terrific, you'll hardly believe your ears. And it's all for you. Later in the program, I'll tell you all about it and how you can get it if you act fast. So keep close to the radio, have pencil and paper ready, and get set for action. Amos Jones and his wife, Emily, were sitting in the living room of their suburban home. Amos was reading the paper. Emily was knitting. It seems so quiet at the children gone. <laughs> well, to tell the truth, I think it's a relief. Amos, you know you like having them here. Oh, yes, my dear. And I'm just as proud a grandparent as you are. But life would be too strenuous if they were around all the time. I think it does us good to have them jolt us out of our peace and quiet now and then. Have we grown stodgy, Emily? Yes, dear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I think we've earned the right. <clears throat> I'll answer that. I hope it isn't Mr. Channing bothering you about business. Hello? Hey, Miss Jones. Yes? You're the cashier at Channing Products? Yes. This is the Green Hornet. What? You heard me. The safe unlocked tomorrow night. The safe at the office? Yes. Wait. How dare you tell me to do such a thing? You refuse? I not only refuse, I'm going to notify the police. Now you want, Jones. If you don't keep quiet about this call and leave the safe unlocked, Channing will hear all about your prison record. No. I didn't. I haven't. You can't deny you served a term in California. It, it was so long ago. How long do you think you Channing's cashier when he finds out about it. Leave that safe unlocked or you'll be through. Hello. Hello. Amos, what's the matter? Someone knows. After 25 years, someone's found out. Who was it? 
You said he was the greenhorn. <gasps> I don't know. With anyone I knew, he disguised his voice. I couldn't recognize it. I was wrong, Emily. We haven't earned the right to peace and quiet after all. <laughs> Amos Jones received his phone call on Monday evening. On Wednesday morning, Lenore Case, Britt Reed's secretary, and one of the few people who knew of the young publisher's activities as the Green Hornet, was ushered into the office of the president of Channing Products. James Channing rose from his desk to meet her. Good morning, Miss Chase. Sit down right here. Thank you, sir. Uh, Britt said you wanted to do a story on my new process. That's right, Mr. Channing. Well, I'd never guess you were an expert on... Electronics? Oh, I'm not. No? Well, then, uh, how do you expect to do a story on the X process? Well, Mr. Reed believes that when you put it into operation, it'll be of great importance to the country. So do I. And that the general public should at least try to understand the principles behind it. He was hoping that you could explain it to me in such a way that, well, that I could explain it to them. Oh, I see. Well, that shouldn't be difficult. I've already asked my assistant to bring in the blueprints of the process, but they won't be necessary. I'll just draw you a little diagram and... Mr. Channing. Oh, uh, Miss Case, uh, Mr. Elliot. How do you do, Mr. Elliot? How do you do? Uh, Mr. Channing, about the blueprints. We won't need them, William. They're gone. Gone? What do you mean, gone? Why, I put them in the safe myself yesterday afternoon. They're not there now. Oh, that's absurd. Yes, sir. Amos, those blueprints are on the top shelf at the left. Yes, and bring the blueprints in with you when you come. He can't, Mr. Channing. We can get another set from the laboratory. Now, don't talk like a fool, William. All my notes and revisions are on this set. They're gone. They've been stolen. Stolen? Utterly absurd. Jones! Yes, sir? Where are those blueprints? I... I don't know, sir. I put them in the safe myself. Yes, sir. They were there when I locked the safe last night. But they were gone this morning when I opened it up. I uh, checked through all the contents and they're gone. Stolen? Impossible. Uh, had the safe been tampered with? No, sir. But the night watchman reported finding a window open on the first floor last night. Ah. Someone might have entered that way, come down upstairs and worked the combination. I don't believe a word of it. Are you sure you locked the safe last night, Amos? Yes, I am. It's perfectly obvious that the blueprints have been mislaid. All this is a lot of hanky-panky to cover it up. No, Mr. Channing, it isn't. I'm sure now that the Green Hornet stole them. The Green Hornet? Oh, but that's impossible. What did you say, Miss Case? Well, I, I mean, what would the Green Hornet want with blueprints of the X process? Exactly. He might sell them. Amos Jones, I never thought you were the kind of a man who'd let his imagination run away with him. It isn't my imagination, sir. The night before last, the Green Hornet called me up. He what? Well, this is hard to say, but it's true. He ordered me to leave the safe open last night. He said that if I didn't... You'd be told about my... my prison record. Your prison record? Oh, now, come now, Amos, my friend. You can be well. I'm perfectly well. Well, what are you talking about, a prison record? I have one. Well, you couldn't have one. You've worked for me for the past 25 years. When could you have found time to go to prison? It was 30 years ago, before I came east. And you did what the Green Hornet told you to do? You left the safe open? No, I didn't. I warned the outside guard to be especially careful last night. I thought the Hornet would fail in whatever he was trying to do. That Mr. Channing would find out about me somehow this morning. But I'm sure now the Green Hornet got past the guard. 
I'm sure he opened the safe and took the blueprints. Shall I call the police, Mr. Channing? Police? No, well, uh... Oh, Miss Case, as a friend of Brit's, I'm asking you to keep everything quiet that's been said here well, and confidential. Aren't you going to notify the police? Yes, I suppose we'd better do that. I suppose Amos will have to tell them about the Green Hornet's telephone call, but I see no reason why the uh, nature of his threat has to be made public. Do you? No, sir, I don't. It would place me in a fine position if it were. An employer who doesn't know more about his employees than I do. An old fool, that's what I'd seem. I should have confided in you, sir. You've confided in me now, and that's enough. Amos, if you ever tell anyone else that you've been in jail, I'll... I'll fire you on the spot. When Lenore Case returned to the Sentinel, she reported to Britt Reed in the young publisher's office. So Mr. Channing came through like a thoroughbred, Mr. Reed. He isn't going to let that early mistake ruin a reputation that Jones took 30 years to build up. He's going all out to protect him, Mr. Reed. I like Mr. Channing. So do I. He's a friend of the police commissioner's. You'll probably tell him the whole story in confidence. I think he already has. But uh, what about the facts we can publish? Well, I've given them to Gunnigan. They'll be in the next edition. That takes care of that. From what you've told me, the police will have a job cut out for them trying to find the thief. Well, they'll be looking for the Green Hornet. As usual. I hope you'll stay close to home for a few nights, Mr. Reed. Well, I... I don't like the idea of someone using the Green Hornet's name like this. I was afraid you wouldn't. The only evidence of someone breaking into the plant was that open window downstairs. That's right. And the guards didn't see anyone. Not a soul. Which could be explained very easily if no one did break in. Sometimes the simplest explanations are the best. Yes. How many people know the combination of the safe? Just Mr. Channing and Jones. Please don't try to convict either of them. Well, what about that assistant of Channing's? What's his name? William Elliott. Well, he doesn't have anything to do with the safe. Or at least he isn't supposed to. Still, Miss Case, there's one clue to the person who called up Amos Jones the other night. What's that? Whoever it was knew that Jones had served a term in prison. That's true. I want you to find Axford and have him contact every private detective agency in town. Yes, sir. He's to commission every one of them to check on Amos Jones' life before he came to this city. Well, we know that Wait. he's... Wait. My hunch is that one of the agencies will have all the details on file. They'll be able to supply them right away. I see. And the reason for that will be that they've already booked up Jones for someone else. I want Axford to find out who that someone else was. He's friendly with most of the private detectives in town. He should be able to get the information out of them. Well, I should think so. I'll find him right away. Hello? Oh, yes, Michael. Hold on a minute. It's Axford, Mr. Reed. Oh, thanks. Hello? I've got all the dope on Jones. So soon? Jimmy Benson had it. He was the second one I tried. Jones came here 25 years ago. Before that, he lived in California. It seems that he served a jail term. Well, that's for fine, Axford. Just write it up and give it to Miss Case. Um, did you find out who paid for the investigation? Jimmy figured it was the firm where the guy worked. Well, there must have been some individual who hired Benson. Yeah, I've got the name right here. It was, uh, it was William Elliott. Thank you, Axford. Anything else? No, I'll just give you a report to Miss Case. I will. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well? It was William Elliott. That smooth-talking hypocrite. But the important thing is to find out who has the blueprints now. What did they plan to do with them? 
can only be used by a big corporation. And no big corporation in this country would buy them. You uh, get what I'm driving at? Yes, Mr. Reed. I'm afraid I do. Well, the Green Hornet's already been involved in this case. I think he'd better pay a call on William Elliot tonight. That evening, Brett Reed prepared to assume the role of the Green Hornet and pay his promised call on William Elliot. Is the gun loaded, kiddo? Yes, Mr. Britt. And I've checked over Carl. I'll slip the mask on. We'll get started. <clears throat> Let's go. Stepping through a secret panel in the rear of the closet in the bedroom, Brett Reed and Cato went along a narrow passageway built within the walls of the apartment itself. This passage led to an adjoining building which fronted on a dark side street. Those supposedly abandoned... This building served as the hiding place for the sleek, super-powered black beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. <laughs> Brett Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming black beauty sped into the darkness. Britt and Cato raced through the sleeping city and on to Westport, the suburb that rimmed the shores of the lake. Elliot's home was a gray stone house on the waterfront. It adjoined a wooded stretch of land used during the summer as a picnic grounds. Now it was deserted, and the black beauty glided to a stop in the concealment of the trees. Uh, only one light. Yes, Mr. Britt. In front. I'll try to get in around by the lake. Well, where do you want me to keep watching, Mr. Britt? Right here, where you can see the front of the house and the road. Oh, I understand. Warn me if anyone stops. Yes, Mr. Britt. The night was quiet, except for the waves breaking on the shore. Britt Reeves reached the rear of the house. A low terrace ran across its entire width. There were two doors and several windows... Brett tried the first window that opened into the kitchen. Locked. I'll try them all before I use force. The second window was unlocked. But at that moment, Brett could hear a car stopping on the road. He waited. Mr. Britt. Yes, Cato. A car. I heard it. Three men get out there at the door. I'm going in. The men look very dangerous. You get back to the woods. I'm going inside. We'll continue our story in just a moment. Extra, extra, read all about it. Hey, what's all the excitement? Take a look at this headline. It says, greatest offer in Cheerios history. Now ready. What offer is that? Why, it's the Lone Ranger Frontier Town. You see, the makers of Cheerios are offering every boy and girl an exact scale model of Lone Ranger Frontier Town. You mean the very same town we've been hearing about in the Lone Ranger program? Absolutely. Scale models of the very same buildings and places made famous by the Lone Ranger and Tonto. Same bridges, mines, cabins, forts, and other things you hear about on the Lone Ranger radio program. 71 different models in all. Each stands by itself. Each extra easy to cut out and assemble. Golly, 
71 different models. You get models of Desert View Lookout Tower, Wells Fargo Express Office, Frontier Stagecoach, Bright Lights Cafe, Slim Saddle Shop, Old Spanish Fort, Judge Knott's House, Union Pacific Railroad Station, and many, many more. Boy, oh boy, so how do you get them? Tell you in a minute, but first, listen to this. You also get a super special model of the Lone Ranger's secret hideout. This hideout has a concealed entrance known only to the Lone Ranger and Tonto. Oh, jeepers. A scale model of the Lone Ranger's secret hideout. Boy, that's terrific. No, wait, you haven't heard anything yet. Because in addition to all these swell models... You also get an authentic ground plan and picture map of Lone Ranger Frontier Town. There are four different maps, each covering a different section of town. Maps show where to place each model and also show in full color all the different mountains, rivers, and trails. Famous places like Quicksand Gulch, Rushler's Cave, Powderhound River, Hidden Valley, and lots, lots more. Oh, gee. With those maps, you can follow the action of the Lone Ranger program right in your own home. You bet you can. And now, here's how you get the first section of your Lone Ranger Frontier Town, complete with picture maps and buildings. Listen. Send only 10 cents together with your plainly printed name and address and one Cheerios box top to Green Hornet, Box 900, New York City. Boy, I want one of those Lone Ranger Frontier Towns, but quick. Quick is the way you'd better act, too. You and all the fellas and girls listening. Because this amazing offer is going like crazy. So don't wait. Order today. Here's the address again. Send Cheerios Box Top, no matter what's printed on top, plus 10 cents, no stamps, please. Mail to Green Hornet, Box 900, New York City. Offer good in USA for a short time only. Send today. Now to continue our story. As Britt Reed, wearing the mask of the Green Hornet, entered William Elliot's home by a rear window, Elliot himself opened the front door. Three men stood on the porch, one of them dark, sharp-featured, had just rung the bell. The other two, burly and menacing, stood close behind him. Good evening, Elliot. Good evening. I see you've brought your bodyguard again. Always. Come in. Come. Right. Sure. You are alone? Yes. I let my housekeeper go right after dinner. In here. Sit down. I will sit down. My friends will stand. They are more comfortable standing. <laughs> Always ready for action. Is that the idea? Yes. Well, did you finish checking up? As much as is possible for me. Everything seems to be in order. Of course. Did you bring the final installment? Here you are. Count it. I intend to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right. That cleans everything up, doesn't it? I, uh, I have a suggestion to make. What? You are a courageous and competent man. Would you be interested in more permanent connection? <laughs> no, thanks. There would be many inducements, both now and later. I'm not interested in what you call inducements. I'm only interested in money. We have money. If I have anything to offer again, I'll get in touch with you and you can pay for it. I don't want any permanent connection. <laughs> You're going to lose in the long run. Oh, so? <laughs> we shall see, huh? <laughs> you, uh, you say our transaction has been completed, my friend. 
That is only true if what you have given us is perfectly in order. If it is not, you will receive a visit from my friends here. <laughs> your threats don't worry me. Oh. I am glad for your sake your conscience is clear. But uh, because you have dealt with us once, it is we who will decide when you shall deal with us again. Is that understood? You... You try to force me to... Yes. <laughs> I am sure that I am understood. Good, Cato. I'm glad you've got the car turned around. Are we go now? I'm going to follow that car. There they are, coming out of the house now. I see. You will not know where they go, Mr. Britt? No, but we've got to find out. They start now. After them. Brett Reed and Cato followed the car back to the city and finally found the end of the trail in a disreputable section downtown. The three men parked and entered an old brownstone house on Hosmer Street. Brett made sure of the address, then returned to his apartment and dialed the Sentinel. The city editor, Gunnigan, answered the phone. Gunnigan, how long before the next edition? We're just about ready to go to press. Hold it. I've got a story. Yes, sir. It's the latest development on those Channing plans. Oh, yes, the X process. Three of the key diagrams belonging to the stolen set of blueprints have just been found. Where? By whom? Well, you'll, uh, you'll have to leave that vague for the time being. Just run a paragraph in a box on page one. The key diagrams have been found, and the plans that were stolen are worthless. You get it? Yes, sir. I'll be right over. Mr. Reed. Hello, Gunnigan. Oh, Miss Case just came in. She's in your office. Good. Uh, the press is rolling? Just. Here's a paper with a new front page. Sorry, Gunnigan. What's the matter? You'll have to stop the presses and kill this story. Why? What's happened? It's a phony. It's entirely my fault. I'm sorry. Don't let any of these hit the street. No, sir. Hello? Hello, George. Stop them. Good evening, Mr. I said stop them. Never evening. mind, my part. The boss is off. Hi, boss. Hello, Joe. Good evening, boss. I can't help it. Sorry to get you over here at this time of night. Well, that's all right. You see this story? Yes. Is it true? No. Gunnigan's killing it. Well, he said you were the one who... I was. And I'm going to use this copy of the Sentinel to put Elliot on the spot. He stole the plans? Yes, and sold them. Well, have you any proof? Are you going to notify the commissioner? This isn't a case for the local police. I hope to be getting in touch with the federal men a little later on. In the meantime, will you stay here? Well, of course. I'll call you if anything breaks. Mr. Reed, just be sure that... Just be sure it isn't you. An hour later, Rudo, the agent to whom Elliot had sold the Channing plans, woke from a sound sleep in the house on Hosmer Street. The beam from a flashlight blinded him. Who is that? Quiet. I've got you covered. Who is it? Read this newspaper. What? Read it. That item in the box. Announcement has been made that key diagrams. Fool, why didn't he make sure? Oh, you can see my face. Masked. You are the Green Hornet. Yes. Maybe next time you won't hire an amateur. He should have checked him. He said he knew all about them. 
You still have the plans here? I have what he gave me. The fool will pay more for this. He might still be useful. How? He can check through the plans you have and tell you what's missing. And then what? There is no chance for him now to get the key diagrams. Why not leave that up to me? How could you manage it? How did I know Elliot stole them? How did I know he sold them to you? Yes, that is right. How did you know? I do not like these. Too bad. Don't forget you're covered. If you don't want any help from me, I'm getting out of here. No, wait, wait, wait. I can use you. I must have them complete. What is your price? Five thousand. It is a deal. Five thousand on delivery. I want to know what I'm looking for first. I will take it to Elliot. He will tell you. Why not make him come here? Yes, that is a better idea. You will let me use the phone? Go ahead. been over an hour since you called. Maybe he took a run-out powder when he heard the news. Huh. He would not dare. There. That is him now. Ah, at last. I still don't believe it, Rudolph. Read this newspaper. Never mind the paper. Where are the blueprints? They're on the table. I checked through them before I gave them to you. You can check through them again. The Green Hornet. Good morning, Elliot. What's he doing here? He is taking over for you. And you had better hope that he succeeds where you failed. Sit down. Tell us what is missing. All right. It'll only take me a second. Well? I haven't finished. I want to make sure. Out with it! Rudolph. Where are your two boyfriends? They are upstairs sleeping. You'd better get them down here fast. What for? I don't know anything about that newspaper. This is some kind of a trick. The plans are all here. A trick? What do you say to that, Hornet? It's a trick that worked. They're going to find you and Elliot and the plans all together. Look out, he's going to shoot you first, Elliot. Help! Help! That's enough of that, Rudolph. <coughs> we can do with less light. But I can't leave until I take care of you two. Never mind. You're next. That's better. Now both of you will wake up in jail. All right, kiddo. Swing around into the alley. Hold it here. Everything is all finished, Mr. Britt? Almost. I called the police. They should be here in a minute. I took the time to call the Sentinel afterwards. Is it safe to wait? Just until we see them. We can cut down this alley to the next side street. Yes, Mr. Britt. There they are, stopping out in front. All right, Cato, let's go. What a story. Aren't you glad that I took you along with me, Casey? I certainly am, Michael. Where did the tip about the raid come from? Well, I told you. Mr. Reed called in. Yes, but where did Reed get the tip? Well, I, I can't say. Well, I've got a theory about it. You know that information I got from this morning? About Elliot? The same. That gave Reed an idea. Yes? And he passed it on to the federal men. So when they decided on the raid, they took him into their confidence. Yes, Axford. It could have happened that way, couldn't it? Thank you. 
Hurry, boys and girls. Hurry as you've never hurried before. Hurry to the nearest grocery and get a package of Cheerios, the cereal shaped like tiny, crispy donuts. Then tear off the box top and send it together with 10 cents and your printed name and address to get your Lone Ranger Frontier Town. Just mail to Green Hornet, Box 900, New York City. Offer closes up tight on this program next week. That's Green Hornet, Box 900, New York. Hurry! You've been listening to The Green Hornet, brought to you by Cheerios, the breakfast cereal that's made from good, old-fashioned, nourishing oats, all ready to eat. Be with us again next week at the same time when General Mills will again present The Green Hornet. This copyrighted feature originates in Detroit. And all characters, places, and incidents used are fictitious. Hal Neal speaking. Tomorrow night at the same time over most of these same stations, the guns of the Lone Ranger blaze forth in defense of justice in another thrilling story of the Old West when the Lone Ranger rides again. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.